Hello and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. This is a little special episode because it is going to be our Viking Season 3 primer to gear up for in about an hour for our Viking Season 3 full recap discussion. Mimi has been watching the show in a binge-like form and Shy kind of got behind so I decided instead of week to week, let's just watch the whole season and then we all come together and have a conversation about it. But before I made that decision, Mimi already sent me feedback for episode seven, eight, and nine. So just to get us refreshed into going back into the season, things that we need to talk about, uh, let's listen to what she has had to say thus far for the last three episodes and make sure to tune in for our for our season three wrap up without further ado let's hear what she said about episode seven entitled paris What up, Stina? It's Mimi. This is my feedback for Vikings Season 3, Episode 7. Um, first of all, I'd like to say I knew that Ragnar had sex with that girl after she peed on him. He looked very turned on, and it was very peculiar. And I was like, why is she trying to say, oh, I'll, well, you know, we don't know if they had sex. You knew. I knew. I, I could tell, like... It seemed very sexual, like me being peed on. I understand that that was the way they disinfected things back then, but he's a dude. He could have peed on himself. <laughs> she didn't have to do it. And the fact that he looked fairly turned on by it, I just knew. Um, and now he has a baby named Magnus. Like, how many kids does he? this man have? Like, I feel like I know you be, you don't do your mini spoilers no more because me and Shy dragged you about it. But how many kids is this man gonna have? I thought Ivar was his his baby boy, but clearly I was wrong. Um, assuming uh, Queen Quidris. <laughs> I mean, we know she was she liked to get down. I don't know how she like is gonna say that's Ragnar's kid I, I have no reason not to believe her but I know she likes to get down maybe after she had sex with Ragnar nobody could compare so she just ain't have sex with nobody else I know she had a thing for them Vikings but all those Vikings that went with her the first time died so maybe Ragnar was the last Viking she had and she was like if I can't get Viking dick I don't want none I ain't mad you know <laughs> you know seems like the the kind of pain she had before was not um, something she wanted and when we saw her with the king she looked very underwhelmed by it so <laughs> she might have a type now and I you know it's a preference I'm mad but anyway I just would like to say to um, Ethel Wolf you know this bitch poison everybody why you drinking wine she pour I don't care if I saw you drink it you crazy enough to be immune to your own poison. He a fool for drinking anything, even though it only made him seem like he like it only made him sleepy. 
I promised that nobody else would have drank it. I know Lagatha, Ragnar, his daddy, shoot, maybe his wife wouldn't have drank it either. Like, all, all of us saw her poison her own brother. And he's like, you, you would be wise not to, you know, murder me. We know she's not wise. That girl is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I don't think consequences farewell and you would think that the men in her like circle would be like maybe we shouldn't ki kill a prince i don't think we want this smoke but they was ready to do whatever she said so that whole kingdom is crazy mercia mercia is clearly a kingdom i or queendom if you will that don't give no fucks they have absolutely no fucks to give so prince Athelwolf is an idiot but he also said that he know it's possible that his daddy sent him her to be sacrificed and he went anyway <laughs> his mind is crazy he's one of those people that are warped with religion I just <sighs> I just I watched this uh, TikTok where this lady in Missouri was talking about she was trying to get a bill passed where she was saying that like something about basically not teaching anything about sexual orientation and the person that was like I guess I don't know I'm assuming he's some type of lawmaker was like okay are you familiar with George Washington and she's like yeah what about his wife and then she was like yeah she was like so according to your bill will we be able to talk about his wife and she was like well that's not the that's not the sexual orientation I'm talking about. He was trying to get her to say what she wanted to say. And she was like, well, you know, I'm not, you know, legally, I don't, you know, I'm not good at writing, you know, someone else could write the, the, the wording correctly. And he was trying to get her to say what she wanted to say, but she wouldn't say it. And then she was talking about some, you know, we have, you know, everyone has, uh, like, morals and blah, 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 blah. And he, and the, you know, a, a compass and everything. He was like, so you're trying to get... Missouri schools to follow your moral compass but the teachers can't follow theirs and she was just so oblivious and I'm like this is exactly what I'm talking about this is how religion is warped and it's like why is your way right and one of the things I remember a long time ago I probably was in my early 20s that I learned that I'm not like there's some things I won't talk about at work and it's with patients now it used to be with co-workers it's with everyone religion is one of them and uh, belief systems um, and politics I don't do it because I remember this guy was trying to come I was like talking about just I was talking to someone it had nothing to do with him I was just saying something like I've always thought like uh, you know meditation and all that stuff was cool and you know uh, what is it called um, I can't remember I can't think of the religion uh, starts with a B it's, it's not important but he was a Christian and I didn't know this and he was trying to talk me out of it and I was like I think you're under the impression that I that I'm religious to begin with I was like I'm trying to become more spiritual um, and it was just like and ever since then he like looked at me funky and when he quit he had the audacity to bring me up in the exit interview saying that I was the worst person because I, I I told him that don't don't put your beliefs on other people like we're here to work not for you to recruit us into your Christianity I was like I don't I, you know I don't need you to be religious and I don't need you to be spiritual and he felt like I was just the worst person ever apparently that made me evil enough that where when he quit I 
they didn't say I had anything to do with it. The, the manager who, who I was friends with thought it was hilarious. He asked me what I did to him, and I told him, and he was like, I didn't like that dude anyway. I'm glad he quit. But that's, a, that's what I'm talking about. Like, people with religion, y'all think that that's, that's like, your, your job to put your religion and your moral compass on everybody. It's ridiculous. Um, you believe what you believe, and you act like everyone else is wrong. And just... Like, seeing this Vikings world, it's crazy because I feel like we're going backwards in this world right now. Trump was the beginning, and it just seems to be getting worse with all these ideologies. And then, you know, Trump set the bar so low that now just anybody can be president, I guess. And this whole, like, people are even fighting against the being taught in schools anti-racism. So you're, you're telling me that racism doesn't exist, but we can't even teach kids not to be racist. Y'all are the ones that created slavery. <laughs> but y'all, you're trying to, you, like, white, like, um, trying to act like white people feeling guilty is our fault. Y'all did this across the whole world. And it's, it's just crazy. Like, watching this show and seeing what's going on in the world, it just seems like we have technology now. So it don't take us, you know, eight months to sail from one side of the planet, the earth to the other but everything else like the thought process religion taking over everything people starting wars over religion people starting wars over ideologies the crap is the same it's just it's like mind-boggling sorry I'm, I'm i clearly jumped into a soapbox but this episode was just really good and it just had my mind like thinking like it's like game of thrones wars going on around here I don't know what Queen Quintress, Quintress, uh, I hate her name, you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> You Queen Cray Cray is what we should call her, um, I don't know what she got planned going on, like I know she wanted to be the sole ruler, but it don't seem like she want anything to do with anybody, like, but you can't, you gotta have allies, um, but if Wolf's daddy is willing to murder another king so he could take over everything that man got a plan for sure um uh, what he don't expect though is a ragnar lothbrook and i can't wait to see how this plays out because i just i get the feeling that what's about to happen in paris is going to be a turning point um i don't know what the king uh plans are doing but if <laughs> If that girl is willing to marry um, that old ass dude, if he can save uh, Paris, I know she could. She'll she'll end up like she would be okay with marrying, let's say, Bjorn. I don't I don't know. He's supposed to marry a princess, so every time I see a princess, I'm eyeballing them. Like, is it gonna be her? Is it gonna be her? <laughs> I'm just curious because we know his his current wife is going through it she got postpartum depression like nobody's business and i would assume that according to what your math is telling me christina she's what 15 16 and um i would like to point out that i think that um what the hell is her name aslog i don't know why i had a brain fart i couldn't think of her name i was gonna say the girl i don't like but that that could be a lot of people <laughs> um but she was like giving her a lecture talking about some she's your mom you just gotta be there for her. didn't you have your kids almost die because you was trying to get some peen and Z ziggy died because you weren't watching your children didn't that just happen correct me if i'm wrong pretty sure it did anyway 
she is clearly having some trouble coping because she's not gonna she's not gonna make it she probably feels like i mean we know she clearly didn't have parents because she ended up in slavery so she probably wasn't you know she didn't have examples of what like mother mothering is supposed to be and she probably feels like a terrible mother because she doesn't she didn't want the kid and that's obvious um she thinks she's ugly she thinks Bjorn could be better off without her so she has all the storing stirrings of someone who is suicidal and since that's not something they clearly thought about and I feel like maybe Siggy would have been better in the situation to talk her off the ledge because Siggy had children and she was older and she probably she might have even felt that way at some time who knows um Aslog was so busy plotting to get Ragnar and give him sons she probably was happy as hell every time she got pregnant so she probably don't understand what it feels like to you know not want to be a mom or feel like you're not good enough and then you know and then all those hormones coursing through your body and then your husband is gone for however long so she has nobody to talk to so she probably is really suicidal right now so I don't think she has long on this earth I don't want to say sound mean but that's just you know my observations or what, what they're telling me um so I know that Bjorn is about to end up with someone else and that's that was a prophecy and so far the seer ain't been wrong so I can't imagine him being wrong this time. And um, I just, Torin, no, 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 that's not her name, Torby, Torby, I'm, I'm trying to understand what her title would be, because I, I thought maybe she might be a princess, but she's married, and unless he, her husband dies, she couldn't marry Bjorn anyway, so it can't be her, um, Bjorn <laughs> caught himself giving her a present after they smashed, it's like, dude, I, that's not cute, like, that's kind of like calling her a whore, <laughs> she didn't take it that way, but I did, um, I like that, and then, uh, what's going on with the fucking Floki, old funky ass, um, I just, I don't know, <laughs> I can't stand him, and um, I get the feeling that um, Ragnar might can't, might feel the same way. He might not can't stand his ass either. Um, the fact that he was like, you know, I miss him, and he couldn't even like be bothered to be sorry. Like, you know, at least acknowledge that that was his friend. Like, you know, I know you're probably missing him, but I did what the gods wanted. Something. He is so cuckoo. And it's like, he's talking about how genius is. Dude, did you just build ladders? Like, you built ladders. That's, I I know that that's not a brand new concept. I know you didn't invent a ladder. Um, I feel like I've seen them in uh, uh, Kattegat. <laughs> so your brilliant idea, because you're so genius, and your work is nourishing you. <laughs> you, put a, you put some ladders on a float. Okay, genius. But anyway, um, I thought it was hilarious the way Rolo looked when he found out Floki was in charge of the raid. <laughs> he looked livid like, I know you fucking lying. <laughs> you picked him over me? <laughs> he looked really fucking mad. Like, not hurt, mad. Like, this motherfucker. But then they had, like, a look between them that I could have I could have easily imagined. But it seemed like he uh, decided that. He was like, oh, I'm going to let this ride. So, anyway, I like what's happening. I decided that I'm going to send feedback and watch this last, this next episode before I got to do this long stretch. Because once again, I'm going to be working eight days 
or seven days of the next eight days because I signed up for overtime like previously before the new schedules came up. So I added a, one shift to this week, uh, Wednesday, which they've short every day. So I know they're going to need me. And when she created the next schedule, she gave me Sunday off. Thank you. But that was it. So I worked three days in a row. And let me just let you in on a little secret. When you work night shift overnight, you work 7 p.m. on Saturday, but you get off around 8 o'clock in the morning, Sunday morning. So Sunday is my day off. So I'm going to drive home, go to sleep for a couple hours, and then wake up, and it'll be, you know, Sunday afternoon. And then I'm going to do some stuff, and then I'm going to go to sleep. And when I wake up Monday, I got to go to work. So it's really not a day off. So I'm not looking forward to this. And I'm going to have to let her know. Let me send her an email because she needs to understand you cannot schedule me like this again or I'm going to lose my shit. Anyway, um, I'm going to end it here. Until next time, love, peace, hair, grease, the black girl magic, queen of the couch, move me out. So those were her thoughts on episode seven. We'll talk about Magnus. I laughed my ass off. And Mercia, the queendom of give no fucks no fucks to give that's exactly why i love sybil i've been calling her a sybil since day one okay i think i call her queen or princess quinthrift once and then it's just been sybil and i even said it at the time also known as and forever going forward sybil i did see that clip about the politics and religion you were talking about which is crazy to me because if anyone would actually these these patriotic americans right so fucking patriotic that they actually can't go back to the beginning and read it read what they're fighting so hard for because if you look at the basis of democracy that's what the founding fathers fought for a a nation not ruled by religious or one person's or people's own morality it was all about compromise from day one these some people that wrote the constitution didn't be like you know what let's free the black people nah all right well let's put in freedom for all men so that we can kick this down the bucket and come back to it later (laughs) that's that's the black story in itself (laughs) when it comes to america but i digress unfortunately i will say and your stuff about that religious at the workplace is so stupid. I worked at a Catholic hospital. And let me tell you something. Trust and believe. That's the first shit they said. If anybody come up to you and start perpetuating any Catholic beliefs, you tell us ASAP. Because we don't. Yes, we're a Catholic hospital. But we do not require you to be Catholic to work here. Nor do we want you or trying to indoctrinate you to be. Nope. Nope. Because that's that's not what that's not right it's not okay i remember someone even came in it was like do you want the ash and he tried to kill him. I, I didn't even get a chance to say something person in the line right next to me was like excuse me did you just ask her <laughs> that's not permitted don't you dare um but i do unfortunately historically though that's what i was saying earlier and why i do love history is that unfortunately i was just talking to my mom we take two steps forward and three steps back and then we'll take four steps forward and one step back uh kind of the same thing she was saying roe versus wade i never thought that'd be overturned yeah i'm sure a lot of people didn't didn't um not to say that someone 
in another 15 years might say, oh shit, we fucked up. Cause that has happened quite a bit <laughs> in the justice system. That's just how ha- history happens. So to say that we are, are always conquering something and moving forward. Well, that's just, that's a lie. A lie. We've told ourselves that we're constantly making progress. No, we not. We constantly fucking up until something really tragic happens. And then we might get our shit together. We constantly need to be reminded through tragedy, sadly, that we are one species. Back to Vikings. Well, she knows she does not want King Eckbert to usurp her authority. And that's what he's had his mind on from day one, which is why I kind of love her for it. It was why I like that she's, you know, in the queendom of absolutely no fucks to give but unfortunately she's been checkmate because she realized king Epper will just slit your throat slit that kid's throat and keep it moving and that's what Aether wolf was really trying to tell her like you gotta understand my dad kind of sees us both as collateral damage <laughs> and while i respect the fact that you kind of have this need to protect your kingdom he's a tornado you're not getting out of his path and you keep coming back to my math bitch i didn't make up the ages <laughs> i ain't got nothing to do with that it's between you and michael Hurst and casting Aslug always need to shut the fuck up and i think that with his his girl i think she's always felt the stigma of being a slave and has never gotten over that Let's get to your episode eight thoughts. What up, Stina? It's Mimi. This is my feedback for Vikings episode eight of season three. Um, (laughs) I don't know what I expected with their um, attack on Paris, but this was not it. (laughs) They got they butts whooped. It was really really bad and the thing that I guess I don't quite understand is why it went on for so long I know that Ragnar knows that um Floki killed uh Athelstan I don't know if he's just assumed or if if Floki told him it seems as though Floki told him um but and um, I, I could tell that he put him in charge of the raid on purpose. Um, but I just don't understand why at any point Ragnar didn't call it being the king, being like, you know what? Um, guys, we're really fucking losing. They were losing so many people. I, I'm not sure how many of them are left, but they look like they lost like 75% of their man. Um, the good news is, um, uh, what was her name? Torvi is now a widow, so she can be with Bjorn <laughs> since Bjorn's, uh, wife just left. I don't know why I didn't, ass- I just assumed she would kill herself. It seems like a better fate, you know, speaking of Vikings than just running away, running away seems like a coward's way out which is seems like something they wouldn't do but i guess suicide might be worse i could see that 
Um, I don't really know. This is just my assumption, but she really left, and I don't know where she's going to go. No offense, she ain't got no skills. Um, I, I'm i not sure. I guess she can kind of fight? I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know what this is going to be for her, but I just assumed she was depressed, and she just felt like she was a terrible mom, so she had postpartum depression, so she was going to kill herself, but that's not what happened. But that does leave um, Bjorn free to find someone else. He's injured right now. And I swear, like, when I saw those, like, arrows in his back, I'm like, I know you fucking lying. There is no way Ironside is dead. Bjorn Ironside, like, would his last name be Ragnar's son? (laughs) I don't know how it works. It doesn't matter. Um, I was like, this has to be a fever dream. There's no way. There's no way. There is absolutely no way. Like, I just, I was just shaking my head. Like, I couldn't believe it. Because him, uh, Ragnar, Bjorn, and Rolo got over the, 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 over the tower. And they were fighting. I don't know why, but I got the feeling that Rolo was trying to get towards the princess. I was like, I don't know what you're about to do when you get over there, sir. I just, I don't know. Like, I know they fight till the death, but I feel like I've seen them draw back. Like, you know, we we need to we need to stop this because we're losing and we're losing really bad. So I figured that's what was going to happen, but it never happened. It was just 35 to 40 minutes of them getting pulverized. Um and then, like, when they finally got the door open, not the door, the, yeah, the doors to the, this was, um, I'm talking about Lagatha and Welf, Wolf, no, Kelf. Um, when they finally got the doors open and they were running through, I'm like, it don't strike y'all as peculiar that everybody's gone. Y'all don't know how far this wall goes. Y'all don't know anything about the inside. So why are y'all just barging through instead of like, I, I feel like sending a couple through would have made the most sense. And and Kelf did save Lagatha, but it was pretty fucking last minute. Anybody with any common sense should have known better than to just barge and like, like run into it full force. Like I, I just, I feel like the Vikings are smarter than this and I, I'm not sure what I expected like I didn't think I really honestly thought they were going to win and it was going to be like a really close one and really hard um but getting pulverized like that I honestly didn't expect it even the freaking king looked petrified so I mean I know he had all these words at the end talking about some they almost look like humans and blah 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 nigga we know you were scared I you mask or not dude you was on that throne shaking okay you heard of the Vikings and you knew what you was up against. So stop pretending like you wasn't scared because you was. Your daughter wasn't the whole time. She was like, God will see us through. Let's take this, I don't know, banner that was bathed in the blood of so-and-so and bless it. And we will be victorious. She knew the whole time they was going to win. I don't know what is wrong with her other than her being like Floki when it comes to her religion. Whatever. I'm sure she ain't got shit else going on with her life. 
Um, now she got to marry that old ass count. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> um, anyway, her and Rolo did look like they had a moment. I don't know if that was what I was supposed to see. And I don't know if Rolo was looking at her like, bitch, why you here? Or he was like, oh, my God, I love you. I don't know what it was, but they had a moment where, like, it looked like everything stopped. And it was just them for a second. Um, and then Rolo uh, got pushed off <laughs> the Dagon Tower and fell into the water. He's lucky he didn't fall on some rocks or, you know, a plank or something. Just the water. I don't know why his dumb ass sank like that, but whatever. I'm sure it probably stunned him for a second. Um, speaking of falling, I was trying to figure out what the hell was going on with Ragnar when he fell off the tower. And then, like, I was like, maybe he was going up there literally just to look. Like, it kind of looked like he was um, trying to get a look above the tower because he, you know... Athelstan was supposed to be with him, and Athelstan told him, and they drew, like, a little diagram, but, I mean, it had been years since Athelstan had been there, so maybe stuff has changed, but um, it looked like he was just trying to get a look, um, and then he, like, fell backwards. It looked like he really effed himself up, and then when I saw him peeing blood, I was like, oh, yeah, he really did. He probably got gonorrhea from... Uh, uh, Queen Quintrith, whatever her name is, <laughs> maybe, maybe he got the herps, <laughs> no, he probably seriously got some type of VD, uh, from Queen, Queen Quizrith, Queen Crazy, because she looked like she got a bunch of stuff floating around in her vagina, but that's neither here nor there, um, he, like, him peeing looked like it hurt, and it was bloody, that's never good. Um, he clearly has some type of renal damage, and he was coughing up blood, so he has some type of something's going on with his lungs too. He effed himself up. He fe he did fall backwards. Maybe he punctured a lung when he uh, with his rib when he fell off the wall. Who knows? But he looks real messed up. <laughs> That's really all that we need to know about Ragnar right now. Um, what else that we got going on? Um, I already talked about old girl leaving, Bjorn being all messed up, um, the King uh, Horik's son being, it looked like he got shot in the eye, but he was still running, so I don't know if at some point he fell over and he died, or if he's still kicking it somewhere he just can't see with an eye patch. Um, he gets on my nerve anyway. The way he treated uh, Torby was real messed up treating her like garbage I would like to know how they ended up married and I don't know if I'm ever gonna get this story but it's really bothering me that I can't understand how or why this happened her not having very many choices I understand why she would accept the offer but why did he ask her to marry him and he clearly can't stand her and they don't have any kids she already had a baby by um uh y'all bored so I'm just I'm just curious and I want to know if I'm ever going to get that story. Um I think that's all I have. I, like I said, I'm going to try and get through this season because I don't know when you're going to finish it and I'm just curious at this point. Um I think if I'm remembering correctly, uh Travis Fimmel left um he left uh Vikings after season 4. So 
I'm curious to see what happens. I'm still waiting to get the older kids. When is this going to happen? I don't know. I don't even know how many episodes this season has. I'm assuming 10, but I could be wrong. Um, I haven't looked ahead, but I'm definitely going to go on to nine after I send this. So until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic, queen of the couch, Mimi out. Oh, wait. No, I remember. Time out. Pretend like I didn't say that. I remember now. It was Kelf and Lagatha. His old thirsty ass saved her life, punched her, was like, Lagatha, let's go. He saved her. And she was like, clearly, I mean, she's clearly grateful, whatever. But she was like, um, he was like, I want you with all my heart. And she was like, how can I trust you? And then he said, he was like, I saved your life. Okay. <laughs> I was, that's what I was thinking. Like, okay. Thank you. And he, she was like, um, I can never trust you. I'll never forgive you. And I'm going to kill you. And if you can live with that, if you're okay with these terms, we can do this. And he was like, okay. I was like, I was thinking men are so fucking simple. It, it makes absolutely no sense that he's willing to, uh, just be okay with her. He probably think his peen going to be so great that she's going to be like, oh, I don't want to kill him. But I get the feeling that if she says that, she means it. And when she kills you, because I know it's going to happen, I am going to be pretty excited about it. Just going to put that out there. Now I will end it. So um, I will say good day. And I can't wait for everybody to get caught up so we can get um, some podcasts on the Vikings because I really need some commentary on your thoughts about what's going on with um, Torin. What, whatever Bjorn's wife's name is, I don't really care. I've told you a lot of times that I don't care to remember her name. But um, I just, I don't know if I'm supposed to think she has postpartum or if it's something else. Because it sounds like she never wanted to be a mom. And I don't know if I'm just using my nursing knowledge to assume that I know what's going on with her. Maybe it's something else altogether. I don't know. But I will end it here. Bye. So those were her thoughts on episode eight. I don't have much to add other than that's not going to be a spoiler. Clearly, we, we've already seen it. But I would say Paris is the most fortified city in the world. And Ragnar allowed Floki and everyone else who keep running a mouth to see what it's like to be in his shoes. To when you're the one with all the decisions and you're the one that is in charge. And he, especially Floki because he's been nothing but nagging the fuck out of him about what he thinks he should do and what he needs to do so he says oh okay so you got all the answers you think you can be me go right ahead and be me and unfortunately that lesson for floki cost him fucking as you said 70 percent of his men because that's the place he's in right now <laughs> he don't give a fuck about his any and i think that's kind of the part where maybe we're not grasping where Ragnar is mentally, he's in a I don't give a fuck mode. What he allowed to happen was fucked up. That's why I see this is my Ragnar turning dark moments. Because what he allowed to happen was was wrong. Considering, in my opinion, Ragnar knew exactly how to fucking take Paris. He knew what to do to get this city. But he's like, I'm not even going to say shit all y'all want to fucking be in charge be in fucking charge do it and i think when you get to episode nine that's when you're gonna fully fully embrace where that was at 
Rogo saw the princess was inspiring all the men. So I think that's why he was trying to take her out. And Ragnar definitely just wanted to get a peek at the city. See what he was looking at. But I think he wanted to get a look at the city. Because that's what he always wanted to see. And remember, in the back of of Ragnar's mind is always an adventure. And basically, Torvi comes from a very high note. They don't go into it, but it's basically where Torvi's line is. Let's just say it's high up there in the Viking noble house. And thus, yeah, Kalf gained in that marriage. And Torvi had no choice probably then to accept it. Lastly, since we got three minutes, let's just get on to your episode nine thoughts. We'll probably just wrap it up after that and talk about the finale. So until the next time, from me, peace, hair grease, and black and red magic, and I'll leave you with Mimi's thoughts. What up, Stina? It's Mimi. This is feedback for the penultimate episode of season three of Vikings, episode nine. Um, I watched this a couple weeks ago. No, it was just a week ago. Um, and I was going to 10 and then I realized I was like, oh, I don't think I ever sent feedback. So I was like, let me send this now before I forget. I'm in the parking lot of the grocery store. I just walked out and I was like, you know what? I'm going to send it before I go home because Derek is sick again. I don't know what's going on with this year, but they got my baby tore up. His, his, uh, he's gotten everything this year. He was literally just saying this was probably like a month ago. He was like making fun of everybody because he was like, I'm the only one in this house ain't got COVID because Darren had it. No, 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 no. Darren got Derek. Both Darren and Derek had the flu about a couple. I would say about a month ago. And um, I I just think, you know, being in the healthcare system, I, I got COVID when it like at, at the beginning of the pandemic. It was at the end of 2020. And I haven't gotten anything else. And I've gotten multiple uh, vaccinations since then. Um, I've gotten the COVID one and then the full one. And then I got like a like a boost or whatever. I'm not getting any more. I don't give a fuck what the United States says. But that's neither here nor there. Um, and then he was he had hurt his knee. I guess he went to the trampoline park with his dad on Friday and he hurt his knee. Um, so he missed his game Saturday. I was working, so I didn't know. And then I came home Sunday and he wasn't feeling well. He had a fever. It was like 103.6 or some, something super high. And I was like, oh crap, he's sick again. So I was, I told Darren, I was like, I gotta work these next three days. So, you know, he's not gonna go to school to Monday because he has a fever. It might just be a cold again. I was like, but you, like, Tuesday, you need to take him. I made an appointment. It was too, like, he's like, I have a meeting at 11, so I can't take him. I'll just take him, you know, uh, you know, at, like, I'll get off early, whatever. So he didn't even take him to the place damn near closed because I couldn't get him in his pediatrician. News, like, that's not a surprise. It, since the pandemic, you know, appointments are, you have to make them super far in advance. So he just took him to immediate care. And then he texted me and I was super busy at the beginning of my shift. And then around midnight, I looked at it and my baby has COVID. And I was like, I remember I told you, you never say stuff like that. When you be like, oh, I never get COVID or I, I never got it. I'm the only one around here. That I, I went three years. I didn't get it. I was like, you don't say stuff like that because you jinx yourself. 
can't believe me my baby got it i was so worried about him because his fever has been so high and it still hadn't broke and the the i must i think it was it wasn't a doctor usually there's like a nurse practitioner or like a physician's assistant at like clinics like that it doesn't matter they were like you know we need to you need to keep his fever down just something i'm not sure you guys know but high fevers in children are likely to cause them a seizure um and that is something you definitely don't want to have so that's why they try to keep it down so they were like just give them ibuprofen tylenol every two hours just alternate um and i was like well crap i was like if he's if his fever is still going on this is tuesday night going into wednesday morning i was like i i like i would be sitting there trying to like look up some information on my patient and i would just start thinking and then i would like text darren and be like you know did you check this you know how is this is he eating is he drinking and i was like i can't even think so i didn't even go to work on wednesday i called um i told him i was like you know my son is sick i'm worried about him i can't concentrate i try to make it through these shifts but i can't so i didn't even go to work yesterday um and then like finally he's starting to feel better he's eating so you know let me like let me run into the store get some stuff he can nibble on and then I was like, oh, shoot, I ain't seen this crap for um, Vikings. And when Derek is sick, he's all up under my tit. So I couldn't breathe. So I was like, you know, I'm going to go to the grocery store. He's on isolation. He can't go anywhere. So I was like, you keep your behind here. Bother your father. And I'm going to go to the grocery store. And then I'm like, you know what? Let me just get this out. Because this episode had a, like a lot of like things going on, like little things. And I'm not going to really remember everything. Um, but the important things like the one thing i will say lagatha is that bitch the way like the second i guess the second grouping <laughs> the second wave of their attack to, it, to take over paris went a lot better um i'm just tr i'm trying to understand. i'm probably not going to understand it until i hear your podcast and i hear you talk about it like i know ragnar is like no like I was under the impression that Floki was like not even ashamed that he killed um, Athelstan. I thought he was like bragging about it because he was so sure that the gods wanted him to kill him. It was a sign, blah, blah, blah. Then I like realized that it's like a secret because he told his girl and she was like absolutely mortified that he would do that. And it, clearly she's looking at him differently because when he was in the, the lake crying his eyeballs out she left his ass there like the fool that he is and he was like don't leave me and she was like bitch bye i i don't think i've ever like even when he was treating her like garbage she still didn't turn her back on him i guess you know everybody got a breaking point and she was like this man is crazy i don't want nothing to do with him so she decided that she like this is a vital straw like i'm i can't i can't with you and she left him miserable crying in a, in a lake and that's what he deserved um but anyway like i felt like like this like when i realized that ragnar like just put it together and i learned like i got that like i was watching that like episode eight and then i was like okay so he is mad he's just like doing that silent brooding that he does um and then like realizing that he like allowed floki to take this first wave like I get you're mad, Ragnar, but did you anticipate that this this plan that he came up with was going to be terrible? Um, did you expect everybody to die like that? Because it sounded like they lost thousands of men. I knew it was brutal. Like, they lost a lot of people. A lot of people died. 
uh Bjorn got hurt um so many of them died and it was because Ragnar was being petty is that what I'm supposed to believe um but the second plan like they still lost people but it went a lot better like it went a lot better like they were very stealthy they went under like they went over quietly when it was night through the water um Lagatha and the shield maidens that whole oil thing that shit is a brutal way to die like I don't know if that's normal or if that's just something like only to Paris but that was that was disgusting and terrible and I felt like so bad for everybody to get hit with that but anyway um like they they realized like yes we we won this wave but you know we can't do this forever like the the next time they might get through the wall like they did a lot better um and then I don't know why the king is the way that he is and the princess thinks she has a say I don't know anything about the the way rulers rule or anything like that but I just I feel like in other things that I've seen princesses are somewhat subdued and quiet and they don't make their like they don't I guess outright yell and tell their father what to do in front of everybody like it may be like that's something that she could have done in closed behind closed doors but like it seems like she has way more say so than I would expect and I could just be reading it wrong but that's the way it looks and I don't know if that's the norm um and then you know uh and then towards the end we see like the king is uh the king's second hand um count um he went and met with Ragnar and Ragnar was like you know I'm dying and I want to be baptized so I can go to heaven and see one of my friends and I was like well shit <laughs> that's crazy um I I understand that Ragnar is peeing blood that's never a good sign he looks like death um when it looked like he like the old him died is what it looked like to me that whole metaphor when we saw him like keel over and I don't know if that was the pagan Ragnar that died and the Christian one emerged but um I don't know how everyone is gonna respond to you know him being baptized <laughs> I I don't know why but this is just a side note I just expected um uh, Ragnar to have learned French and I thought he was gonna bust out his French to the before the translator went like back and forth but he he didn't know it that little weirdo was the translator um but like we end with everyone looking at him like dang you know <laughs> Ragnar what you doing I don't know if this would be a surprise I'm surprised Floki's still alive I thought that fool was gonna burn to death under one of his stupid stairs um that he thought was such a breakthrough invention it stares on a boat um and it didn't do much good because everyone saw them coming like I know that's something that they do like they have a ladder and they just climb it um their attack didn't seem very like innovative it seemed like very simplistic um but I guess you know it seems like the way that the parishions parishioners how do you say what is the the name that they call people from paris i i can't think of it right now but it doesn't matter the people from paris like the you know the people that rule have a very good system that wall keeps people out and it looks like you know it's very hard to to break through that wall 
clearly, I mean, just from what I've heard you talk about, you know, from years of watching, you know, Vikings, or I shouldn't say years, from watching Vikings, oh yeah, I guess it has been a couple of years, from Vikings Valhalla, you know, I'm assuming they get, Ragnar, he does get through Paris, um, get to, um, I don't know if it's some type of compromise, but uh, like, I, I remember, I don't remember exactly what you said, but I, I'm pretty sure he does somehow you know, get through the wall. I don't know if it's he walks through it or if he, you know, they conquered it and they made it. But I know he's they're gonna win at some point. I just don't know quite how. Um, and it's just it's just interesting to see this this little particular end where Ragnar is being um, baptized because he thinks he's about to die. Um, he does look awful. Um, I, nobody else has brought it up. Um, even when he was like, you know, <laughs> that little speech he gave everybody talking about like, you know, I, I didn't want this. This isn't, you know, I'm not king because I chose to be. It's what was, you know, put, I was put in these positions to where I had to make a move and this is where I am. So I'm the king. What I say goes and, you know, nobody makes a decision for me. Like that whole scene was like, likes him quietly dragging everybody for you know making him like earl and then king and stuff like that it was a great scene um and then bottom line is he is the king so if he wants to get baptized floki can you know clutch his pearls all he wants to but the bottom line is you know he's gonna do whatever he wants to do i just you know he, he's clearly not gonna die because i know he's in the next season so i just want to know you know what's gonna be the motive here moving forward you know what is Ragnar's plan because I can't see I can't I cannot go through this next episode thinking that he doesn't have one because I just feel like he's too smart of a person to go in there and just be like I'm about to die baptize me I want to see Ethelson like that that can't be I mean maybe that's a, in the forefront of his mind but it can be the end so I don't know. I just wanted to get this out. I don't remember much of anything that's happened, just the stuff that I talked about. And I just want to move on to this uh, season finale and see what the heck is about to go down. So, um, yep, yeah, I'll end it here. Until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Mimi out. Hustling, 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 hustling.